Good morning, everyone. It's Judith. I hope you're listening to Mad Love. What's going on? Uh, I was off yesterday. I'm not used to getting all these holidays. I got to tell you, I'm starting to lean into them, too. Um, Yeah. So anyway, that's why there was no podcast yesterday. And I thought about it, but I really have my best thoughts about this time. And I have energy and, you know, I've slotted this time before I leave uh, for work to chop it up with y'all. And I appreciate you uh, supporting this podcast. And, you know, it just means everything that you guys get some value out of it, uh, which I'm guessing you do because you probably wouldn't keep listening if you didn't. Uh, So thank you for that. And uh, right now I was just listening to a podcast that was talking about money and um, basically, you know, why people don't have any money. (laughs) Some people. Um, And I feel like this is a topic that I talk about all the time because I'm very passionate. Yes, I understand racism is real. It happens all the time. Uh, It's not just the domain of white people being uh, racist towards black people either. Um, But more than anything, I feel like because America is such a big, you know, we're not China. Everybody here is not Chinese. You know what I mean? When you watch the Olympics, you start to see, okay, America is a big big ass social experiment. You know, we're the only nation that is represented by every color, every religion, you know, all these different backgrounds. Every no one looks the same. It's the other countries that everybody marches out looking almost homogenous. Um and not even almost. They are, you know, that's what they look like. Uh so A lot of our issues are going to look like they're race based and some of them may have begun that way. But right now in 2020, there are enough wealthy black people that you can say, "Okay, well, if if one person uh, that looks like me can become wealthy, then uh, it's obviously not completely shut off for everybody. Right. And the, the idea of America is, I think. I think a few things in life make people uncomfortable. Sexuality makes people uncomfortable and um, class makes people uncomfortable. Those two things immediately make Americans go, ooh, like they just don't want to talk about it. Oh, and lady problems. Anytime a woman, anything that has to do with a woman and her period or (laughs) anything related to that, uh, that people shut up. They don't want to talk about it. Um... So I feel like a lot of our issues in this country are class based. And one of those is one of those reasons why we have all these issues is no one teaches people about money. So I've said this before. If you have parents who don't have a lot of money, they're not only not giving you any money to help you get your life off the ground. They're not teaching you anything about money. So how are you supposed to learn? Well, it's it's modern ages now. We've got the Internet. You can. There's nothing you can't Google and figure out. Um, If you can afford a phone, if you can afford Internet service or go to the library, you will be able to access a world that you might not understand or have um, direct knowledge of. That's fine. You know, that's impressive. Um, But a lot of people won't do it. You know, but if you don't understand money, I reckon I recommend buying books uh, and sitting down money for dummies or personal finance for dummies 
And because here's the thing, I see a direct correlation between someone telling you when you're young that you're not good at math. Math and money are the same thing. It's just not sexy. It's not algebra or trig. It's it's addition and subtraction. So I think there's a stigma for people of color, for women, that tells you, oh, you're not smart enough to understand math. And therefore, you're not smart enough to understand money. And that's ridiculous. I believe that a lot of people get intimidated about talking about money. Um, people don't. There's some shame attached to money, having money, uh people have all weird guilt associated with it and then the people who don't have any money they feel guilt and shame because they don't have any money um but again if you come from a family of generational you know poverty or even generational working classness you know where it's just a paycheck to paycheck type of existence how are you supposed to learn about money i mean you're in fight or flight mode you're always trying to stay ahead of, you know, bills. And that's stressful. And so you're not, you're not teaching your children by example, for sure. You're just teaching them to worry that there's never going to be enough money. That was kind of like my experience, even though we never really seemed to be struggling. Just the whole anxiety around money from two parents who were born during the depression, it, it was challenging. I mean, and now I look back and I'm thinking we were never like, we never had money problems. We were very middle class, and you just couldn't tell my parents that. They were always stressed out about money, especially my mom. Just a lot of anxiety around money and feeling like you're not going to have enough, whether that's true or not, and almost going out of your way to make it so you won't have enough so you could be right about that. You know, I've witnessed that. So I think the big thing in our country... And some of the conversations we don't have are some of the more important ones. Um, You don't learn about nutrition in school. Not really. By the time you're really able to make your own food choices, at least when I was a kid, uh, the stuff they were teaching us about food was almost non-existent. You know, when I was really, you know, a teenager or in high school, when I could really be in control of what I was going to eat. You know, you're eating at school, you're buying your own lunch or making your own lunch and bringing it or eating a lot of McDonald's or whatever. By that time, you really should be learning about food. I don't recall. I don't know what curriculums are like now, but, you know, home ec would be great. All these kids who don't know how to cook. That's ridiculous. I'm not understanding why we don't teach basic life skills in schools is what I'm saying. You need to understand money and personal finance. And don't let the stigma of you're not good at math keep you from doing that. That's important. You need to understand what you're putting into your body. If you're feeding your body a bunch of junk and you don't have any nutrients, guess what? You don't have any energy. You're probably not at peak health. You can't pay attention for too long. Um, You don't feel well. You know, so it's important to understand from a young age that you can control these things. And if you're a parent... I implore you to make up for the things that kids aren't learning in school. Please don't get to this place where people don't know how to write. That is ridiculous. There will be times when you will need to write something down. Your phone won't be available. You won't have a keyboard. You need to be able to sign your name, if for nothing else, than to write it on your big ass checks. Learn how to write. 
learn to write your signature, teach your own children that if the school won't do it, that's ridiculous. And I, I'm pretty sure every school hasn't cut out how to sign your name. It, it, I'm, not, I'm not saying I know for a fact, but I would like to see high, high income private schools versus low income public schools. Who's learning what? I think it would be probably pretty shocking. So anyway, that's my uh, thought for today. Uh, learn what you don't know about nutrition, about money, especially about money. Don't let anybody intimidate you about your financial situation, because the great thing about finances is you can turn it around. Even on what you are making right now, you can turn it around. You're just you need to probably look at it differently than the way you've been looking at it. Because I guarantee you, the more you say you don't have any money, the less money you'll feel like you have. And it's, I mean, it's not all psychological, but it's mostly psychological. You know, I remember, you know, there was a time when I hadn't really had a whole bunch of cash. You know, as an entrepreneur, it can go peaks and valleys. And then when you start getting a regular check, it's like, why do I still feel broke? And I remember I had to, I had to physically have this conversation with me, with myself in my head, like, how in the world can you not have any money when you're making more money than you've had in the last, I don't know, five years? How can you feel like it's got to be in your head, you know? And it was. <laughs> so don't underestimate the power of the thoughts you have. And when you feel disadvantaged, you are being disadvantaged. So stop feeling that way. You have control over how you feel and you have control over what you choose to learn about. I suggest if you don't feel confident about your financial situation, then you need to start reading books about personal finance. You need to start understanding the history of currency and what it means and how to best apply it to your life. And don't let anybody shame you. You're just if you're at the beginning of your financial journey, whether you're just getting divorced and your husband had been controlling the money and now you're immersed in this whole new world or if you're just getting your first job or whatever your situation is it's never too late to learn about money and and also to examine your relationship with money you don't have to be poor this is america and one thing's for sure america hates poor people and you don't have to be poor change your life change the way you think uh. I got the sand on my feet, the summer sun shining bright through the canopy's teeth. A slight breeze through the palm trees, pampering me. A sight see from the mountain peaks, the camera beats. I wanna go with the flow, I wanna float with the tide, I wanna float in a boat, I wanna surf when I slide, I wanna open my soul and find my purpose inside. I know it's in it, but I really just don't know where it hides. It was kind of bizarre when I got in my car and left it all behind. I thought I lost my mind, but I just closed my eyes and hit the road to drive. No clock to watch, so I ain't know the time. I was so surprised, I felt so alive. My oldest polarized, so the sun arose my eyes. On the open road, I'm feeling like Dolomite, even though I took a and just roll the dice like fuck it like fuck it uh so so now i'm feeling free free cause it's where i wanna be be in between me and you you i don't ever wanna leave so now i'm feeling free free cause it's where i wanna be be in between me and you you i don't ever wanna leave so now i'm feeling free free cause it's where i wanna be be in between me and you you i don't ever wanna leave so now I'm feeling free, free, cause it's where I wanna be, 
beat in between me and you you i don't ever wanna huh if you got a dream you better follow it if you're fighting pride you better swallow it if you have a doubt just acknowledge it it's cool to be afraid but don't be a cowardice if you got a dream you better follow it if you're fighting pride you better swallow it if you have a doubt just acknowledge it it's cool to be afraid but don't be a cowardice so when i did arrive the time changed my life no i can say i really did it and it made me like a pioneer on the frontier native life zeus was a suit chief amazing right maybe i find a babe with hazel eyes made my wife and baby's living lazy life that ain't happened with the point I was making guys is you can do anything if you make your mind Live, fuck it Live, fuck it Live, fuck it Live, fuck it And I'm California free And I'm California free